Welcome back to your Daily Dose. It's me, Nick. I really appreciate having Bob as a sounding board for my ideas. He's probably a little too supportive, especially for the crazier things that I think of, but he's such a big fan of mine. Who can blame him for encouraging me? On this episode, we go deeper than just having the idea, which anyone can do, and we really dig in on the process of making the idea a reality. Enjoy. We have a lot of creativity, I mean, through this podcast. I feel like we can impregnate people with ideas. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. I believe that my mind is fertile. Yeah. Uh, And I believe most people's minds are fertile. I think that the problem is not in planting the seeds. It's in the entrance and the exit of the ideas. Yeah. It's just, there they are. But then are you willing to say that thing that came into your head? Because if you are, I can tell you this. If you're willing to say the thing that pops into your head immediately, you are going to show other people how you're different than they are and how creative you are in a different way than they are. But if you police it, you're going to say what they say. Let me ask you this, because the the idea is birthed, right? The yeah. idea comes out. <laughs> it's It may be an immaculate conception, it or they may emerges. have listened to this podcast and not even realize that we inspired the idea or that we're the, we're the papas. I, I'm betting that, that there are millions out there. Yeah. Actually, oh yeah. Frankly. Because of us yeah. in some way, shape or form. But the, I, the idea is out and then you have to actually do the thing. Right. You have to actually figure out how it gets done. And I feel like this is something that I'm challenged by when I'm working with people who, yeah, you came up with a great idea. Now we have to do it. Yeah. How do I manage that process a little bit better? Because what I tend to do is either get frustrated and get mad and or do it myself. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm a fan of uh, fast prototypes. Mm-hmm. And that is if you're if you're really coming up with ideas that you want to implement, you got to create something that manifests that idea in some way and, and do it fast. And it can, I mean, Richard Paul, who is a, a, an amazing improviser and a fantastic facilitator, he taught me actually through a human design course that we both studied with together, studied together, um, how making pro- prototypes out of post-its and uh, toilet paper yeah. tubes and tacks and just anything that represents that idea in a more physical form. And what it does is it just, pushes you further down the action scale, right? And this is, a, this is a challenge for me and for everybody because I facilitate. And in these meetings, we have ideas, a lot of ideas. And so many of these ideas die because people just don't put the energy behind them to bring them to life, mm-hmm. which begs the question, why did you come up with that idea to begin with? Why did we spend that time and effort when you spend money on me to facilitate if you're just going to let these things die on the vine, you know? So I, well, I think I, I think people want to people when they come up with these ideas, they want to be recognized for them. Right. Because, what, well, I mean, in, in many cases, that's the currency at the company. Right. Is brilliant ideas or great design or this part of it that's way up here. I, I are just remembering that this is a visual uh, medium that we're working right. in. So you're up here at the beginning of the project with the great design or the great idea. But all the work comes underneath it. Right. But you just want to be recognized for that thing. You don't necessarily want to have to push it through because you realize that's a bunch of work. Well, and you know something? There are, there are different skill sets to the ideation and the implementation. And I learned this when I was working at Orlando Health when I came up with product ideas. And then they're like, yeah, go ahead, do it. 
And I did. I mean, I did do it. I pulled off the ideas that I created, Mm -hmm. but I learned in that amount of time that there's a big difference between being in the blue sky, you know, brainstorming room and being in the brass tacks, you know, action room, actually bringing it to life. Yeah. There's a certain amount of excitement, joy to that. I mean, I really loved seeing the stuff come to life, but man, I didn't want to spend my whole life then running the thing that I created. I wanted to go create something else. Yeah. So that was how I ended up being the the head of marketing at Orlando Health. I told them, I don't want to run the thing that I created for you, which was ProComp, which was this workers comp awesome product that was making them a lot of money, but I wasn't into running it. I wanted to make stuff or do different stuff. So yeah, that was an interesting time. But I do think action, execution, right? As they call it in the business world, it's, it's, it's the hardest part because if you can't pull that off, you've got nothing. Well, I like the iterative nature of what you're talking about too, because we, um, at Joybird Books, we had some totes made up with our logo on it. Oh, yeah. And we we're like, okay, so they're bags. What can, you know, we'll sell them for X number of dollars. So describe the logo for our listeners. Uh, just a little birdie. Um, and then it says Joybird Books. What color it. is the birdie? Uh, well, in this case, it's green on a blue background. Oh, so you can use different colors for different. Yeah, yeah. Things. I mean, we haven't come up with a brand book or anything yet. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, but we were like, okay, so how can we sell these? How can we market these? And, and you know, in talking amongst the group, we came up with the idea of book bags that we would sell curated book bags Oh, that you just tell us a little bit about yourself and we'll fill it with some books. That is a cool idea. So I was like, okay, so that's a great idea. And then it sat there for a week and I was like, okay, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to do this. So I put a Google form together. I put a social media post together. I promoted it. And I was like, I I have zero idea what this is going to do. And we ended up with about 30 people filling out the form. Uh, And so far, eight sales. That's beautiful. And so it's it's an original idea. That's that's great. But I think that to your point, like I was putting together this form and I'm like, oh, I don't even, what do I ask? Like favorite favorite shape, favorite animal, favorite color, uh, genres. I even added a thing at the end like, hey, if you have a dream and you want us to analyze it, we'll do that too. I see. Yeah. All right. You so offered was, an opportunity for them to reveal themselves. Yeah. And then you took how they revealed themselves. And I bet knowing you, you even took the tone of how they revealed themselves. Oh, heck and, yeah. And then said, okay, this is stuff. And the eight that you sold, did you see the reaction to what was in their book bags by any chance? No, not yet. So we haven't had anybody pick oh, it up yet. I can't wait something. for that. Get some reveals on yeah. video because I really think that's going to be powerful. Yeah. I have a friend, Jeff Kaler, who is a professional magician, and his whole reel is just reactions from the audience. And I have to tell you, it sells. You yeah. see that and you're like, I want to feel like that. So, I, But I just want to see the reveal. It's almost like um, you ever see those guys that they they buy random lots from uh, from steamer trunks oh, from, yeah, from yeah, different... Yeah. like lots or from yeah, big storage uh, units yeah, yeah. or like the stuff that was returned to Amazon and they open it up. And yeah. you don't know right? Yeah. what you're going to get. Uh, it's always good to end with a little Forrest Gump philosophy. In my world, the unknown is a good thing because as long as it's unknown, I get to choose whether or not it's a good thing. So why choose dread over hope and joyful expectation? I learned early in my improv career that when nothing is certain, anything is possible. It's a philosophy that keeps me looking for the good stuff, and more often than not, finding it. Nick and I wish you great success in your quest for the good stuff, dear listener. This wraps up another episode of Your Daily Dose. We'll catch you next time.